On January 26th, a helicopter crash in California devastated the world. The headlines read, Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter crash. It felt like fake news. Nobody believed it at first until they started seeing notifications from major news outlets. The number 24 is now that much more special when we see it. I am not an avid sports fan, but even I knew who Kobe Bryant was. The world grieved, time stood still, and he was honored all over the country for what he had accomplished in 41 years of life. If you Google his name now, you will see 1978 to 2020. That hyphen in between 1978 and 2020 is what determined his legacy. Kobe left a legacy of basketball and will be remembered in history as one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Basketball legacies are great. He accomplished a lot. He became who he was by dedicating his time, passion, and purpose into a game. Now, I am in no way diminishing his accomplishments, but if Kobe were still here, I'm sure he would say, one day I'll have more time to dedicate to other things. One day I'll do this. One day I'll go visit this destination with my family. Reality is, most of his time was dedicated to basketball. And that ended up being his legacy. What kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? How do you want to be remembered? Because the news outlets only pay attention to death for about 48 hours max. And only what you do for God will last forever. Everything else is a passing statistic. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Today we're going to talk about leaving a godly legacy. I am currently outside of a Starbucks, so you may hear a little bit of background noise in today's episode. If so, I'm sorry about that. Sometimes you just have to do what you have to do to make the episode happen. And uh, I'm excited about today's topic. We're going to look at three things on how to leave a godly legacy. Thanks for tuning in. Let's go. Psalm 119 and 89 says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. We need to start today by asking, what is a legacy? Well, if you look it up by definition, a legacy is anything handed down from the past as from an ancestor or predecessor. How do we leave a legacy that will last forever? How do we become more than just another passing statistic on a timeline or a sad story on a news screen? Joshua chapter 4 and verse 20 says, And those twelve stones which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up at Gilgal. And he said to the people of Israel, When your children ask their fathers in times to come, What do these stones mean? Then you shall let your children know, Israel passed over this Jordan on dry ground. When Joshua crossed the Jordan, he had them gather 12 stones. Those 12 stones would symbolize and point back to the goodness and delivering power of God. 
It would be a reminder for their children that God will always come through right on time. And for the sake of today's illustration, let's reach into the Jordan and pick up some legacy rocks. These will stay here after we're gone. Legacy rocks don't point to me, they point to Jesus. Legacy rocks are uh, not set out for me. They're set out for my children and their children. What kind of legacy do you want to leave? Well, today we're going to pull out three rocks rather than 12. But if you'll leave these three rocks in your life, you will be living a godly legacy. Grab a legacy rock and let's go. Look with me in Matthew 16 and 18. And I say un, also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Some rocks cannot be moved by time. And if you will ground your life in the word of God, like we're going to do today, let's reach into the Jordan. Let's, let's grab some stones and let's leave a legacy there to show what God has done. The first legacy we'll be talking about today is a legacy of prayer. When you live a life of prayer, you are not just investing into your present, you are investing into your future. Cornelius was an example of building a legacy of prayer. Look with me in Acts 10 and 4. And when he looked on him, he was afraid. And he said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy alms are come up for a memorial before God. The Gentiles experienced the power of the Holy Ghost because somebody built a legacy of prayer before God. When Jesus taught us to pray, he said, Give us this day our daily bread because we can't live on yesterday's devotion. We need to be actively building a legacy of prayer and devotion before the Lord. The second type of legacy would be a legacy of people. To build an earthly legacy, the world will tell you to invest everything you have into yourself so that you, bec you can become your best self. They'll tell you whatever you need to do to be successful, you do it. And you climb over whoever you need to climb over and knock down whoever you need to knock down. You do whatever you need to do to be you. But scripture paints a very different picture on the legacy canvas. God's legacy will never revolve around you. Leaving a godly legacy leads you to live your life for others you will leave a legacy by the people that you invest into. You see, one day, Nathan French will be gone. And I pray that I left a legacy of investing into people, investing into others besides myself, because my kingdom will surely fall. Mark 16 and 15 says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Take time to make that phone call. Send that text message, even if they never respond. Live your life investing into people besides yourself. Invest into others. I am a product of 
of people that invested their time into my heart and my spirit. And I owe everything that I am to people who took time that they really didn't have and they gave it to me because they believed in building a legacy of investing into people. Our number one goal is to go to heaven. And our second greatest goal must be taking others to heaven with us. We just had Brother LJ preach our Reset Youth Rally here in Jonesboro, Georgia. And what an incredible time of fellowship that was with him. He's such an amazing man of God. And he preached about how life's greatest tragedy would be to be close to Jesus and not know him and go to hell. But life's second greatest tragedy would be to go to heaven and not take anybody with us. You see, I want to go to heaven, but I don't want to go alone. And if I'm going to leave a godly legacy, I have to invest in people. The third legacy we're going to talk about today is a legacy of kingdom purpose. An umbrella is fulfilling its purpose when it keeps water off of his owner's head. A car fulfills its purpose when it gets you from point A to point B. You see, you cannot leave a legacy if you are not actively seeking kingdom purpose. What are we here for? What were we created to do? We were created to praise our creator and reach others. If we don't worship, we can never build a godly legacy. Take, go with me in your mind's eye to Mary, who broke the alabaster box in a form of worship and poured it on the feet of Jesus. And some looked at her and said, this is pointless. This is wasteful. You see, some saw it as pointless, but Mary saw it as purpose. It's what she was created to do. If praise was her purpose, how could this ointment not be worth pouring out onto Jesus' feet? Because you see, it's amazing how value changes when praise becomes purpose. After that act of worship in Matthew 26 and 13, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman hath done be told for a memorial of her. The purpose in her praise built a legacy. You see, a life focused on prayer, people, and purpose is a triple threat to the kingdom of hell and a triple blessing to the kingdom of heaven. What kind of legacy do you want to leave? You've reached into the Jordan with me and you've pulled out some legacy rocks. Notice these rocks all have one thing in common. They're little pieces of memorials being built in heaven that will impact more than a timeline. They will impact eternity. Psalm 145 and 4 says, One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. I don't know about you, but... I'm not interested in building up my kingdom. I want to leave a godly legacy. Let's pray together. Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray for all those that are listening right now to this podcast. I pray that you would uh, minister to them today and that you would bless them. 
Lord, I pray that you would help them to leave a godly legacy. And I pray that they would shift their focus from themselves and their kingdom to you and your kingdom. And God, I pray that you would get all the glory and the honor. We will give it to you in everything that we say, in everything that we accomplish, and in everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Noteworthy Podcast. Um, Please excuse any background noise. I don't usually record outside like this, but Rachel and I's schedule is so hectic this week that this was the only way I would be able to make the podcast happen. I'm very excited about next week. We're going to have a very special guest interview for you from one of my dear friends. I'm excited. Stay tuned for that. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, be sure to leave a rating and a review. That does help get the word out for the podcast, and that is such a blessing. And I'm so thankful that God has turned this into a ministry. And I want you to know that I feel honored and privileged to get to be a part of your weekly routine. I'm excited we get to walk with Jesus together. Guys, thanks for tuning in to the Noteworthy Podcast. I did want to recommend to you, if you are looking for a devotional podcast to help you with your everyday walk with God, I would highly recommend the UPCI Youth Ministries Devote 365 Daily Podcast. I know that would be a blessing to you, and it's going to help you uh, intake that daily bread that Jesus taught us about. Guys, thanks for tuning in. I love you. We'll see you next week. Have a great day. God bless.